Sports Exchange, episode number 86, I think. I don't know. I'm running out. I'm running out of count. I'm, I'm running out. I'm, I lost count at like the 70s. I need to be reminded all the time. But anyway, it's that time of year. Playoffs, NBA, NHL, the last, the last leg, the last leg of this nine-month marathon, marathon between nine from, September, <laughs> from September to June. Football to basketball slash hockey. So we are going to combine our NBA preview and our NHL preview. Our NHL preview is going to be with Jake Zaretsky. Phenomenal. Always a great time with him. And then just the two of us for the NBA. So let's just get to it right now, Tim. The one that you've all been waiting for. The Knicks take game one against the Cavs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Shut up. <laughs> we are the New York Knicks. Listen, it happens, okay? It happens. You know what shouldn't happen again? Mobley going like yeah, you four know what for sh- You know what should happen? Evan Mobley should hit the fucking weight room. This man had 11 <laughs> rebounds, okay? He just did, he couldn't finish. That's all it was. His touch around the rim was, was shot. He went four for 13. That's something you usually don't get out of him. That won't happen again. So I'm not too concerned. I'm not too, you know what I'm also not too concerned about? Karis LeVert going one for seven. So <laughs> I think I think we'll get a bit of a spark next game. And you know, maybe I was like so like concerned about too was like, why are you guys having Isaac Okoro spot up in the corner? Because okay, we don't have anyone else to do he you, you need your three and D guy. We don't have a three and D guy. We have the D guy. And Karis LeVert is not a three and D guy. And they're trying to make they're trying to integrate. I'm sure it's gonna be Shetty Osmond start next game. And I'm Yay! sure he'll be guarding and Good. I'm sure yes. I'm sure he'll be yes. guarding Jalen Brunson. Yes. And I'm sure they'll have him in the corner hitting three. And the Knicks because- take game two. That, yes. Okay, yeah. It's not like he didn't lock him up at half Fuck court. Yes. He gave him so much trouble. I don't know what you're talking about. The only time the only time Brunson what scores when they switched off. Watching? The only time was only when they switched off of him. I uh, I don't know about that, Tim. I don't know about that, I, champ. I don't, I don't know, know, Stan. I, I don't this know. Is- I think his defensive rating was pretty high, Stan. <laughs> Brunson treated him like fucking food, like food. He gave him two shoves and then passed the ball. He had him locked. He wasn't even getting shots up. They were moving around. They were on three screens. <laughs> if you go into the and you go pump fake, pump fake, and try to do that stupid fade spin, and you got Shetty Osmond's you, hand in your wait, face. Wait, wait, wait. So are you, wait, do you agree with the Coro and how he, Brunson was like trying to like get like cheap foul calls? Yeah. Oh, that's he fucking was. bullshit. Oh, that's he's, such and bullshit. He's also, and he also has that you. stupid no, head. He you. pushes off to fuck go you. left every fuck time. He pushes, he pushes off with his right hand to go left you. every he time. He does not fucking do that. He does not do that. He, he draws the contact goes, like every other he, fucking point guard in the league. So stop fucking complaining about it. Every fucking guard in the league does it. We fucking complained about it when Trey Young did it. We fucking complained about it all the fucking time. And we and now you're getting it back to him because your point guard's doing it. Our point guard is just good at doing it. Find your point guard. Mine doesn't. Mine. Fuck doesn't you. Do it. <laughs> this is phenomenal. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> imagine if the fucking Rangers and Islanders play each other. Holy no, I shit. don't even want to imagine that. Imagine the Yankees Mets stand because that'd have to be the World <laughs> Series. And I probably, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> I could barely do the Subway Series. We made it. <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. Uh, 
But I mean, Knicks take uh, game one. Cavs are gonna take game two. We're moving on. Shut up. That, shut up. The Nets shut got up. a whooping. The Nets yeah, got a was, whooping. Let's that was talk a about Brooklyn. Also, we were recording this at six o'clock on Monday. Uh, the Islanders play at seven, and Tim is rushing through this because we have to because he wants to watch the pregame. I have to watch the pregame. He has to watch the pregame. I uh, narrative in this Brooklyn Nets game. They fucking suck. Okay, you can't guard Embiid. You can't do anything. They're garbage. But Carl Bridges doesn't suck. He could not yeah, well, he had miss. a good game. I know he had a great game. Cam Johnson also had a decent game from the field, but it's the defensive side on him that I'm just like, yeah. why even play him? Like, why? Yeah, even at that point, him? don't. <laughs> I don't play him. play him. I know. I know exactly what clip we are using. Well, we have to. Um, but you want to talk about a great team performance from Philadelphia? Everyone played and everyone put something up. I mean, their starters: Tobias Harris at 21. Ten points yeah. off the bench. <laughs> exactly. I mean, Joel Embiid at twenty six. Terry Maxey thirteen. If you know, you James know. Hart. You want to talk about a guy that pisses me off is PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker and his bald fucking head running around the court. Something about that man pisses PJ me Tucker off. PJ Tucker is awesome. I almost love him as much as I love B Ball Paul. I'm Something never gonna. I'm never off. gonna stop saying. I'm. I'm. This is a B Ball Paul podcast right now. <laughs> like this is. <laughs> All right, but Stan, realistically, for the Brooklyn Nets, if they had any shot at winning this series, what do you think it is? Because I, I can't. There is no I shot. Can't. I mean, I think it's a win if you take it to five. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it's really starting to feel like that. Claxton's getting killed. Yeah, Claxton's getting bitched by Embiid. I think the only way you, like, force this to five, maybe Seth Curry, even, maybe Seth maybe Curry has even a six. Game. Like, Harden just has one of those, like, two for 12 nights. And, like, the same thing with Tyrese Maxey, too. Because right now, like I will say though, Brooklyn did have a very good defensive game plan with Embiid, where they just doubled him every time he touched the ball. Every time, and you just kind of needed to like hope and pray that one of Harden or Maxi could miss and have an off night. And Saturday they did not. No, they did and not. It, and for me, it just feels like that's going to be the trend of the series. That it's just going to continue to be Embiid bully down low. And when that's not working, one of the guys are going to shoot because they, I, the the amount of times Harden took a three, they'd get a rebound, you know, it missed, give it right back to him. They're going to keep losing if that's going to keep happening. I don't see them slowing down Embiid. So I'm, I honestly, I'm going to take the Sixers sweep. That's what I'm. Yeah, I, right I see it too. Sixers sweep. Next one, go. A, another sweep in the Celtics Hawks. Celtics. I that's mean, that's not even going to be a contest. The, yeah, the this is a joke. Even, the, the Hawks shouldn't even be the eight seed. They just got lucky and beat Miami to be the seven seed. This team is an eight seed at best, and they're just an eight seed disguised as a seven seed. Like, there's really no. They're not like, good. They're, they're just not, not good. good. I, they're, they're not, not good. good. <laughs> and this team traded, gave up how many draft picks for Dejounte Murray, and they can't. Yeah, and you know what? He had a good game. He had a good he game. A, he had a good game, but it's but just it's not. That's not. That's not the answer. You need to do more. Yeah, it's not. I mean, they're doing the right thing. They hired the right head coach because they really need to be more defensive minded. But is the problem Trey Young? Yes, the problem. Thank, is thank you. I don't think you can win Trae with him. You can't no, you win can. with him. You can. All right. Next series. Uh, go. Um, Probably the most exciting game if you're not a Cavs Knicks fan. Golden State Sacramento. I love this. This series is gonna fucking rule. I love rule. it so much. Oh, De'Aaron Fox has some fucking swagger. This guy is an absolute baller. Thirty-eight points. Yeah, and I, honestly, their best all-around player, Sabonis, did not have the best game. No, Malik Monk did with thirty-two off the bench. That fucking Kentucky connection, man. I, it's the duo that never left. <laughs> it's the duo that never left. I mean, I know PayPal Cal is you know smiling at home. But time and time again, 
This Warriors team is not good on the road. And, Stop and trying Trey to Lyles build it up. Trey Lyles good at this. Another that's Kentucky what, guy. That's what I'm saying. Like all these guys. <laughs> Another Kentucky guy. Yeah, but yeah, you like you said, they can't win on the road. I know Steph Curry was giving everything he had that game, but yeah. when Draymond Green puts up four points, eleven assists, nine and, rebounds. Oh my god. Did you see Draymond sit on Sabonis? Yeah, I saw it just sit on him. What a box out. Although Andrew Wiggins taking that last shot. I thought that was going in. Mm. I, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I thought that one was... of eight from three though. A little tough. Yeah, that's a little tough. A little tough. All right, next up. Uh we're moving on. Lakers, Grizzlies, and this is gonna be Here come the, the Lakers. <laughs> Holy they I don't know what to think anymore. Uh it's well, not my. even them. Huchamora, you got Hachimura. Hachimura, sorry. Huchamora, Hachimura. Yeah, you got I mean Austin Reeves had what? It's 14 in the fourth quarter? Austin Reeves 15. Oh no, he had 14 in the fourth quarter, but then they went on a 15-0 run to close the game. Like Jesus Christ, Austin everyone Reeves, showed out. Anthony Davis had a little bit of a scare, but what's a Laker game without a scare from Anthony yeah, Davis? Yeah, exactly. One of them is going to get hurt hurt every game. Yeah. Uh the flip side of things, Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. had uh, very two very efficient games. Um, you just didn't get a lot from Dylan Brooks and Jaw, and the bench Jaw's, did not show up at Jaw's all. Hurt. Jaw's done. What happened? I, I yeah. think Jaw's done. Rest right? hand. Yeah, that's not good. He, he's Have you seen Memphis getting, out early? I, I believe it, and it's so like funny too because like the Grizzlies like went on like a run in the third quarter, and I was like, I could see this team making a run, and then not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> There's a parade inside my city. Yeah. <laughs> it's a parade. He says this line. It's a parade inside my city. Yeah, I hate this. The I love Skip that Bayless. video. I love such that a video. meme. He's such, such a meme. meme. Just, uh, I, just, I hate Skip Bayless, but I love that video. All right, next up, Huck, Bucks and Miami Heat, one thirty to seventeen. Miami gonna do this? I don't know. They're gonna give them hell. I will say that Miami's gonna give them hell because this team does not play like an eight seed. They play like a six or a five. They're fucking good. They're good and. Like you got Kevin Love coming out looking like Kevin Love. <laughs> yeah, the you know, only that would have for us. <laughs> the only thing that sucks is that Tyler Hero broke his hand, and he's done for the next four to six weeks, I believe. How do they replace that? I don't. I don't know. I I, I. I. don't know. And Giannis, who knows how he is? Yeah, I mean, if he's out again, is is it is a Drew Holiday led Milwaukee Bucks team really better than the Miami Heat? I mean, this is the same Drew Holiday that dropped 51, 9, and 8. One right. game, so. It's also the and Jimmy Butler that took this Miami team with, to the final. without him, too. They have done it without him, too. Keep in right. mind. They but Miami, the, last year, you set a game out? finals run. Because I'm blanking on one of the two. But I remember a key game where Giannis was out. Yeah, that's true. But Miami, again. And they were able to hang on. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler got them there. That's also true. You never doubt Jimmy Butler. I, I, All right. I really don't. Uh, All right, next up. KD losing again in the playoffs. I have, I have to talk about this because I – Talk away because I want to ask you some questions you after. fucking video, Russell Westbrook? What? Like we just got to hang around have fun or something? No, with whatever. the fan. Oh, when he was like pushing him? Yes. Did you notice that fan's kid and what the fuck he was doing? What was he doing? He was like eating a steak, like lifting the plate up and not like cutting – not even like using a utensil for <laughs> like steak. He was like literally like his. That's dad what you was, got. Even that guy his, was getting like yes, shoved by <laughs> that. Da- his dad was getting into an argument with Russell Westbrook, who is one of the most influential players of all time. Yeah, I said it. The guy broke a fucking triple double record and averaged a triple double and won an MVP. Yes, he's he a first most, ballot Hall of Famer. Can we stop this? Hall of Famer in my mind. He, he's a top ten. 
maybe a top five point guard of all time. Can yes. We, can we? I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I just respect it. I, I, I had you're just fucking. Just I don't respect how you, how he's eating steak or ham or whatever the fuck it was. Which just like he was just like lifting up his plate and just like picking it up off the plate with his mouth. And just I mean, I've done it. that before when I was little, but like as his father is like getting into an argument with Russell Westbrook. This kid's probably just like, I don't give a fuck. This yeah. thing slaps right now. I don't give a I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. I'm him. Like that's literally <laughs> like what he thought. That's exactly what that kid was doing. Yeah, but Kawhi Leonard had himself a day. And speaking oh of God. Russell Westbrook, he had a play of the weekend. What a play. Block that's ridiculous. Bounce it off the book. That's ridiculous. crazy defensive mind of play. They had honestly, they the Suns bench was just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't play much, but How when Terrence they did Ross do? He went four minutes 0 for 1 with a Dude, rebound. People were like freaking the fuck out when they got him. He because they just play. got Kevin Durant. Oh my God. Like they, they, what are we you doing? Who got the most? Shamet got, yeah, Shamet got the, got the most points off the bench with 24. And he went two for five. Jesus. Chris Paul had talked about another Chris Paul choke, seven points. But, uh, I mean, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. I mean, that doesn't, that's not. <laughs> It's nobody business, but Clippers take game one. Do you see Suns having some trouble here? Ask me that after game two. All right, because this yeah. Paul George list Clippers team, if they can get out of the first round and Paul George comes back, comes back they'll be a problem. They no. will most certainly be a problem. And then who are they slated to play? <sighs> Would it Golden be a- State or Sacramento? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I didn't. Even, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. That would be right? No, 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 no. Wait, fuck. This would is a four. Be, wait, this is a four. Would it be five? the Lakers? No, it would be the Nuggets. Oh well, yeah. Speaking of the Nuggets, who are going to win? The Timberwolves are a lost cause. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing, the only thing that I really got out of that game what, were two things. Uh, that fight at the end of the game was something between Kyle Anderson and Christian Braun, Kansas legend. And it's just nice to hear Gus Johnson's voice uh, during the NBA playoffs. That, that's, yeah, because this was that's this really was just a blowout. This was a blowout. I mean, Minnesota, and I was talking about how bad Denver's defense has been this whole year. Minnesota had 80 points. They were pathetic offensively. <laughs> they were yeah, pathetic. That was, that was not good. It was just a blowout. So right. now we move we, on. To, is that it? I mean, or no? Yeah, I mean, those are all the games that are played. Jesus. All right. So give me give me all your series predictions right now, right okay. now, like right now. The like, except the Knicks Cavs, just forget the Knicks Cavs one, <laughs> because um, we're just not we're gonna argue about that. We're, we're gonna argue, and it's just gonna be. I know it's gonna be hilarious. Sixers are gonna sweep. I yep, got the I Kings. Agree. I got the Kings in seven. I got the really? Hawks I have Kings to sweep. In six. Okay. Yeah, I also have the sweep. I have the Hawks to sweep, and uh, not the Hawks to sweep. The Celtics to sweep. Sorry, and then Clippers Suns. I'm torn. I have Clippers in seven. Really? Yeah. I got the Suns in six. Again, I think, as I, it, my opinion is going to change after game two because then we'll really see what's going on. But yeah. But right I now, as of right now, after that game, they look, they look so locked in. Depending on the health of Ja Morant, if Ja's a no go, I like the Lakers. I don't know Five. how much. Uh, maybe six. Maybe six. Um, I like the Bucks in six against the Heat, even with Giannis's injury. I think that's a very manageable injury to come back from. Uh, Timberwolves, Nuggets, Nuggets in four, Nuggets in five. I think Wolves get one, but yeah, I agree. I think all these are are going the same way for us. Yeah. All right. 
the hockey. Bring, yeah, on the hockey. hockey. We got a long one. We got a long one with Jake. Uh, talked to, just predictions for every single series. Who we like to win the Stanley Cup? Spoiler: Two Rangers. It's who you guessed. <laughs> it's it's who it's spoiler. It's who you guessed. And uh, have some bets for you guys in. Have some bets for you guys uh, during the segment too. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Jake Zaretsky. All right, it's that time of year. Playoffs, hockey playoffs here for the second straight year for our NHL preview. You know him, you love him. It's Jake Zaretsky. Jake, how we doing? They love me, really. Oh, come wow. on! You're um, like our who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? You're like okay, our okay. highest. Well, I am. I'm hot take. I'm a Ranger fan, but you know. <laughs> hey. I get I get half the love, and at least in this space. But, yeah, yeah I mean, listen, love. I look. I'll take any excuse I can get to talk hockey. Um, you know, I'm obviously I'm a diehard Ranger fan, like a lot of you guys know. But I think at the same time, I'm just so passionate about hockey, and it's just exciting being able to you know share that passion with you guys and with a bunch of my friends here at school. And you know, it's just it's probably the best time of the year in terms of just everything. So it's it's really exciting. Very exciting. So we we're just going to dive into it right now. Since it's tonight, I'll give Tim the benefit of the doubt here. Since it's tonight, we're, we're, we're back, baby. Oh, we are you. back. We're Hurricanes not ready for this. Take on it the is Islanders. Is the fucking April, Island. April 17th, as, as of today's recording. Oh, yes. So, a- April 17th, as of today's let recording. Let them know, Tim. Let them know, Tim. You got to get through the fucking island. We're about to go to, we're going to go to Carolina and take care of business tonight. Game one. I, they, they got it. I have, I am so fucking excited. Finally <laughs> healthy. Barzy's back. I've been dying for this he's locked in for tonight yeah he's locked he's playing game one i am ready to go i am so ready to go Mm. it's 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 go time i I know you boys like this is (laughs) i missed out last year and i was losing it and this is like you hit it so well though too because like i I was losing i remember when we beat carolina i was like the most obnoxious human being possible like i remember We we had we had every right to be a Oh yeah, absolutely. Like Jake, I remember seeing you walking with Caitlin as I was walking into Terrence's house. I got out of the car and I like screamed at the top of my lungs while the yeah. neighbors thought that like someone was being murdered. But murdered. But it was a good it was a good kind of scream. So Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It's um it's just a great time. Great time of the year. It's a it's I think it's like top the best time of the year. It's top three in my eyes. I think it goes uh, March top three, it's not two or three. Uh, it's it's one. It's one. It, well, you're you're a basketball guy. So yeah. So March Madness, hockey, hockey slash basketball. I counted as one, and mm-hmm. then football playoffs, like right around next tonight too. Next tonight, everything's next going tonight. on. The Garden great. is great, eaten. Time, great time to be a New York sports fan. The Garden I mean, is really, finally I mean, eaten. If, if this was a time for us to be like Boston, it's now. We have all these teams locked in mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. They're all supposed to be good. Somebody's got to win. Someone. I think. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're just looking at the bracket here. And I think, you know, just looking at last year and looking at, you know, what happened with the bubble and everything there, it didn't really feel like, you know, competition was down, but now there's so many like headlines and so many stories about every single series where it's like, you look at the West coast and you look at Jack Eichel making his playoff debut. You look at Seattle making the playoffs for the first time. You look at Dallas actually feeling like a true contender now with their scoring and their goaltending. And then. McDavid making another run. He's got to get through L.A. and we don't see the problem there. Boston historic season. You can go on and on. Jersey even getting in. Yeah, even Jersey too, right? Jersey you know, they've had their it's one of their best seasons in their franchise history. So you have, you can go literally up and down every single team and talk about them for hours on end. So okay, 
So we're going to start off with the Metro. We'll go, as you see, right? Yeah. I was. Yeah. I said, as you see, as if they're going to see it. They're going to. They're going to be able to see this, like, May- like the whole thing. So yeah, we'll put it on YouTube. Screw it. Um, okay. Unedited, uncut, um, <laughs> Rage- unfiltered, unhinged, unhinged. Stan, you're not ready for that. No, 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 I'm not. <laughs> oh yes. So hurricanes, Islanders, Tim. I, I think anyone with a brain knows who you're taking in this one. Oh, so my, just, just go off. Clearly taking the. I think it's going to be Isles and seven. That's what I'm. Gonna, I'm going to roll with. Um. For me, honestly, I know how Carolina plays. They beat us in the season series 3-1. They're, they don't get a lot of shots on that, but they're all high quality. They play a, a very similar style of play to the Islanders. Once once they really have a lead, they shut you down. But I think Sorokin is on fire. He's standing on his head. And without him, we would not be here. So if, if we're really going to have a shot at anything, and I have faith in my team, he's going to have a huge series for us. Him and Barzal, I think, are going to be the two X factors. And he's going to take him away in seven. This is... This is for me, like right now, really, with how banged out, you know, a little banged up that the Hurricanes are, the Isle series to lose. That's how I'm feeling. Wow. Yeah. And it's to, bold. No, it's bold. It's bold. To be uh, honest, I, I, agree. I agree. I hate to say I hate to say it, but like I agree. You know, they lose Sveshnikov, so that's a pretty productive Huge goal blow. scorer he, he, for he's, you know, Carolina. Even one of the best power forwards in the league. I mean, that losing him is so crucial for them. And I know they got the secondary guys. You know, Martin Nagus steps up big. They got a bunch of young bloods. You Red can't, Burns you know, is a pretty huge, too, on the offensive end. Right. Sebastian Ajo, Sebastian Ajo. But if the Isles can shut them down offensively, at least slow them down and let Sorokin take care of business, I know they're going to make mistakes. They'll get their chances. They'll do, do their job and finish and keep it relatively low scoring. So I'm really rolling with the boys here. I am so fucking excited. Today's a huge day. We haven't watched a playoff game for the Isles in like two years. <laughs> That's so awesome. It's, it's good it's, to be back. It, it is good to be back. Um, just really quickly, uh, I did have Carolina in six only because I just I think both of these teams are going to defend home ice really well. Um, and it's going to really come down to goaltending for the Islanders. And on the other side, you know, they haven't had special cup for a while, but they've been able to maintain success. The Devils have had a really nice push. Same thing with the Rangers, too. And they've still kept that number one spot in the Metro all the way to the end. So. I don't see them having any problems in terms of scoring. They're going to defend home ice really well like they did last year in the playoffs. Obviously, Game 7 against Rangers, different story. Oh, but, yeah. you know, it's going to be a really tight series. It could either go five games, six games, seven games. But I feel like at the end of the day, you know, Carolina is going to end up taking a sneaky game, whether it's on the road or they'll be able to defend home ice and probably take the series in either six or seven games. Tim, what do you think is like – a not saying they are going to lose, but like if they lose this series, like what's like – What's like the deciding factor? Because I think I have one in mind that uh, just not being able to score. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was. You look at them. Mm-hmm. This is this is the constant narrative with them. They, they can't put the puck in the back of the net at a higher rate like some of these other teams. It attributes to the way they play, obviously. You know, because they they do really their whole game is you know we're not going to make mistakes, but when you do, we're going to capitalize and go down and score. And I'm not saying as of recently. Obviously, you know they, they finished the year three and three. They got in, but. They haven't been able to capitalize on some of those mistakes, especially big guys like Bo Horvat, which is a huge. That's the I'm huge excited, I'm excited to see him play in the playoffs. I, right, with Barzal, yeah, he's got Barzal back now. He was great with him. Their power play was at 35. percent Without them, they were down towards 15, 31st in the league. You're not going to win anything with that. So you get the you get the big gun back. Hopefully, they can work together. Some Bo Horvat can get to back to scoring because you know if, if you're not going to get it from him, I know Brock Nelson had a hell of a year, but you need you know, more than one guy. Yeah, so sure. it, it, it's the real question mark for me. Those four guys are going to be big for the Islanders. I feel like Horvat, Parcel, uh, Lee, and Nelson. Like those are like their four really big scores, underrated ones too. And I feel like if they could, 
just play a steady role and be able to put the puck in the back and then that they won't have a problem, you know, keeping up with the Hurricanes in the series. And my last thing, because I can't talk about the Islanders anymore, but their defense <laughs> has had, I would say, like almost like an underrated slash like sloppy kind of season where not really much media attention. You know, they haven't really made substantial numbers in terms of the stats. You know, not a lot of goals, not a lot of assists, but there's still guys there who have been in the playoffs who kind of know what it takes to really win games like that. You look at Pelic and Pollock. Um, I don't know if Dobson, I think Dobson played a couple games. Uh, yeah, he was he in the, run. yeah, in the 2021 run, he was one of the main guys playing. So he, he, he's, he's had the experience. Yeah, and, and I like Romanov too. I like him to have a steady role. So He is uh, out tonight so, though. He's, yeah, he is not playing. But, you know, that those those defensemen on their team, I don't really think they're going to have a problem. They're going to play really steady and they're going to be tough to beat in the corner. So there's, again, for a lot, I think every single team in the entire bracket, they all have a recipe for success. That's why, like, you even look at the Boston series, you look at the Colorado series, nobody has, like, a clear favorite for this first round. So it's yeah. it's going to be insane. Another thing for the Islanders, too, I just want to put my two cents in. They also need oh, – I'm sorry. I, I mean, I have some analysis. I took some good notes. been far too long. <laughs> I took some good notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they need to capitalize on the power play. Third worst in the league, fifteen percent on the power play, especially in the playoffs. They got to capitalize. No, it's a big one. They so yeah, those four guys. Those four guys. For yeah, sure I just hope they can turn it around. They got their last. I mean, they did score a power play goal in their last game, but it was a kind of a cheesy free one <clears throat> towards the end of the game. So hopefully, they can get a steady pace going and mm-hmm. let's go, boys. Tonight, this is it. This is game one. We got to get a win. Game, game <laughs> one for you. All right, for you, bud. Thank you, Devils Rangers. Let's just go. Let's let's just be. You know what? I could talk about this all day. Let's just <laughs> let's just be very to the point. How I feel. Um, both teams, huge, huge, huge rivalry. Obviously, it's it's coming back. It's it's huge for the city. It's huge for their city. Everything, right? Um, but it's probably the biggest fifty fifty matchup in the first round. I would say. But Absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they both have. A recipe for success. I think they both have X factors. Um, you look at the Rangers side. I think their X factor is just Um Their power play is great, and I think if the kid line steps up like they did last year in the playoffs, that's their recipe for success. And on the devil side of things, uh, you know the goaltending matchup it might might seem one sided. Uh, regular season wise, the stats were they were kind of like on a similar spectrum. Save percentage and goals against average for both Vanacek and just Thurkin were around the same. You know, vicinity nine, nine, twelve, nine, fifteen, um, and then goals against average like two ten, two fifteen, whatever. But you know, the Devils, right? Jack Hughes, they got their big guys up front, right? If Hughes puts a puck in the back of the net, same thing with Hichier, with Brad, with Timo Meyer, too, Dawson Mercer. They definitely have the ability to score. Um, and their recipe for success is going to be playing the game their way. They're going to play a fast game, and if they can get the puck in deep and establish their forecheck early on in the game and just keep that going forward, they might they might be able to take care of the Rangers and less than six games. I'm, I, I, I could confidently say that. But on the Rangers side of things, um, like, you know, same thing. If they get established for forecheck, they don't play as fast as a game, but if they can get the puck in deep and get pucks out, like they're a bigger team, they can use their body more. I, I It's kind of a little bit of a cliche to say that because when you do put that message out there and that narrative out there, it definitely lights a fire under those smaller guys on the Devils to get in the corner and hit harder. And then you see guys, you know, like Ross Colton around the league and, uh, other guys in Seattle, like Yanni Gore, they're going to be going in the corners. They're going to be rushing hard and making sure that they lay the body. And so when you got, have guys like Truba going in down low who are expecting, oh, you know, not big of a hit, they're going to have to be ready for a hit because it's going to come. So, you know, there's recipe for success on both sides. And look, it's going to be a fantastic series. I'd be crazy if I didn't take the Rangers. I just, I want to say six games because I just don't want game don't seven. Don't want that game I, seven. I don't want that game I seven either. Oh. 
I don't want it. I really don't want it. So, I think they get it done um, in six. I hope so, man. I really do. Jake, what do you Nothing say to the? Oh, go go ahead. Ahead. sorry. No, you're good. Okay. What do you you're say good. to the people that like? Because there's a lot of narratives going out there about the Devils and how even I said it when you came on here last time mm-hmm. that the Devils are inexperienced and the Rangers have more experience. You grilled me. I've learned that it's all gravy. Yeah. But, um. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And experience is valuable because you're like like anything in life, you're never going to know unless you try. And for a lot of these guys in the Devils, they haven't been in the class before. But I feel like everybody on the Devils and everybody on the Rangers has at least watched playoff hockey once in their life. And they kind of have an idea. They don't know what it's like because they haven't stepped on playoff ice for some of these guys. But they have an idea of what kind of intensity and what kind of level you need to take. So I think it's going to be apparent in the first couple of shifts. That's why game one is so important to make sure you get your legs. Like, you know, if, if the game ends up getting away from one of the teams, I don't think it's really going to make a huge factor because game two, they're going to know what's coming and they're going to know what to expect. Um, but over the course of a six, a five, six, seven game series, it starts to show. And for the Rangers last year, they slowed down and, you know, the experience was showing, the lack of experience was showing because they weren't able to keep up with Tampa. They were, Tampa was faster. They still had their energy and they still had their lungs to be able to keep the sustained forecheck and keep, you know, making plays down the stretch. Um, and I think that as a series continues, it would probably favor the Rangers more because they do have that experience. But I think that, you know, the Devils still have their superstar players. It's not like that the playoffs start and they're just not going to stop playing good hockey. And, you know, it's experience. It's, it's a factor for sure, but I don't think it's going to matter as much as people would think, that, think that it is. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, Rangers and six. Rangers and six. I think everyone. I think we all have that across the board, yeah, right? Rangers I, and six. I, I, how could you not? And honestly, for me, when you look at the series, I look at the Devils being the smaller team. I know that narrative keeps going along, but mm-hmm. the goaltending on the Rangers side so much better. And if you could just lay the body early on some of the, you know, the guys like Hughes, Heisher, you know, Meyer, the, the smaller guys, and they'll, you know, they'll start backing up. They won't be as aggressive. Wear them down a little bit, and it's an easy—it's an easy six for me to say the Rangers are gonna are gonna take care of them. I honestly don't think they're gonna be too big of a problem. All right, appreciate that, brother. All right, okay. To the Atlantic, uh, Jake. A lot of our listeners are not really the biggest hockey fans, so explain okay. to the casuals how great this Boston Bruins team is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to. Really uh, the Lakers. Uh, the not the Lakers. Sorry, um, Golden State. 73 and 9. That's that's yeah. a good NBA comparison. It's, it's not bad. I mean, look, regular season wise, like if you think of you think of a basketball team and you think of uh, they're starting five, right? If your starting five is really good, you got a good chance to be good. But if your starting five and your bench and all your role players are all playing out of their mind, you're destined to win a national championship or whatever it may be. And that's exactly what the Bruins are. Every single player up and down the lineup is playing out of their mind. They're all playing top form and they have almost no flaws in their game as of this point. And it's impossible to really say that any other way, like the series is going to go any other way than Boston winning it. I know a lot of people like to think hot take and take Florida in six or seven games. No, God. As good as Boston's <laughs> playing, and if you want to go by any trends or any models, you can't predict that much regression for them to lose to a Florida team that's in the second wild card. So I do see them winning in either four or five games. I really do think okay. that these players are playing really good hockey. But again, Florida has a recipe for success. You look at some of the names in, Bo- in Boston's lineup and, you know, like guys like Pavel Zaka, um, guys like Grizzlick, right? Those guys have been playing out of their minds this season for sure, but 
Will they be able to match up against guys when Florida puts out their top line against Boston's third line or whatever it may be, or guys like Carter Verhage, a guy who's been playing really well. So again, you know, will these guys for Boston be able to continue that success into the playoffs? I think yes. I think Boston takes series in five. Yeah, I think Boston takes series in five too. But I will give the Panthers credit credit here. I mm-hmm. mean, Zito, Bill Zito, after making zero moves at the deadline, where it was in question if Florida wasn't, it was in question if the Panthers weren't going to make the playoffs. Yeah, he said, struggling. stuck with my stuck with his guys. Kachuk's playing it. Playing phenomenal Unreal. hockey. Unreal. I mean, he he could be a heart candidate. He carried this team here. Yeah, well, Mon- candidate. Yeah, yeah. Not winner. Not winner. Yeah, yeah, candidate definitely, but definitely not winner. Uh, Montour's been playing phenomenal hockey. Alex Lyon has what a stud. Yeah. Holy, is he, is he he's starting. Start? Starting. Yeah, he's starting tonight. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Good yeah. for him. He's starting. He but he now, hundred yeah. percent. There's stomach flu going around Boston, though. I did hear I'm that too. Not, mm. not worried. I'm not worried. All right. You I still think, think they win tonight? They're gonna get. It. They're also at home. Like they're the best home. They're, I think they had like the best home record. Yeah, it's like something they ridiculous. Lost, like, like they didn't that. lose a single game to like midway like, through February. Lost, I think they've lost like one game in regulation at home. It's like I think absurd. it was Buffalo. Yeah. Well, anyways, I will um, say though, yeah, I will ask so you this. Sure. If the Bruins don't win the Stanley Cup, is this a, the biggest disappointment in the history of hockey? Honestly, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You could say that Red Wings. The, that, the only, the, sorry, the only thing I would say in terms of disappointment would be if they did so well in the playoffs and then got like smoked, like in like the conference final or like the, like if they yeah. just truly ran out of gas. Or I feel like if uh, someone like Pasternak scores like one goal in the first round, yeah, right? well, like then then you could pin it as a failure. So you know, again, like it would take a monumental collapse. So yes, I would say if that the Bruins do lose in the first round, then yeah, you could probably yeah. list it as well. I'm just fair. saying like they could well, look, well, even like regard- if they get swept like Tampa did, this will never, like <laughs> yeah. they, you'll never, not, never live never, it down. Never, never live this down. What's so funny is that nobody, nobody kind of realizes it's like so funny because Tampa got swept by Columbus. It's just like the best <laughs> like, thing ever. It's so funny to me. Like <laughs> that's just, we got to talk about Tampa. Yeah. Let's, let's okay. Cause I, um, go ahead. Sorry. I think this is the year. I think Toronto wins the series. Tanner's your nose out tonight too. I um I think Toronto wins the series. Tampa and seven. But it's gonna be a lot closer than people think. I have, I have a question. Who do you guys I mean, across the whole board, like just throw throw out a name who you think like the most underrated player is going to the playoffs. Just throw one out there. I mean mm-hmm. if we're if we're saying I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call him underrated, but with how quiet this guy's season has been it's Braden Point. I think he's had the quietest fifty goal season ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, yeah. I, I got, got go maybe I'm gonna go either Nugent Hopkins, Brock Nelson, or Nick too. Cole. Yeah, well, yeah, those are three awesome players, but two of them were on Tampa, so that's another big thing. Braden Point, fifty one goals, but Andre Vasilevsky. I mean, on, like, what an unreal finish he had! Holy. Yeah, well, you got people talking about Omar. You got people talking about Sorokin, Justerkin, and Vasilevsky again for another another year, just flying under the radar. There is like nobody talking about the fact that Toronto is employing Ilya Samsonov for Game One. I think, right? Is that the yes, case? Yeah. yes. Matt Murray ain't playing. So you want to talk about Justerkin versus Vanacek, or Sorokin versus Ranta, or all these goaltending matchups, right? Omar versus Leon, and say one sided. Vasilevsky versus Samsonov. That's gonna be round. that's gonna be yeah, awesome. Pretty brutal. Like, look, and again, like Tampa, they're in the playoffs again. They are the three seed in the Atlantic. They are very, very good. 
anybody who's writing them off just because of Toronto, it's the fourth year in a row in the playoffs where they're favored. Whatever. I am not betting against Tampa. I've yeah, in the past. I, I can't do it happening. either. It doesn't I, It doesn't work out. You lose money. <laughs> I personally think Toronto's cursed. They're going to fire Davis. Wow. They're going to do everything to just clear the house. Once that... Tampa, Here's that shitty GM Dubis is gone. Maybe they'll win a fucking whatever. But until then, fuck Tampa's him. Winning this series. I, think, I like okay. Tampa. I like Tampa. Tampa and seven. Let me state my case for Toronto here because I seriously sure. think I seriously think that they win this series in six. Dubis made the moves that needed to fuck be him. needed to be made no, well. at the deadline. He did well. O'Reilly. The, see, thing is, yeah, O'Reilly. Uh, the guy from Chicago. Lafferty, yeah, thank Lafferty, you. McCabe. Yeah, they did great. They did awesome at the deadline. And so they're going to fire Dubas if they lose, which is the wrong thing to do. It really is. Because at the, at the end of the day, it's about who's on the ups, right? You get the guy, the play, the, he's setting it up. It's the same thing. Everybody, if the Rangers get knocked out in the first round, it's going to be fire Drury, fire Galan. Oh, yeah. You're, you're really going to get mad at Chris Drury for acquiring Vladimir Tarasenko and Patrick Dana. The like it's on the players. Right, but you got to think, but Dubas <laughs> has been doing this for like four years now, and it's been so, a constant a constant disappointment. It's, you, but you, you get... You, you have you have your guys like Willie Nylander record season. Matthews got into form later in the second half. Mitch Marner went on like an eighteen game point streak this season, and they're playing awesome. So like you know, if they collapse in the playoffs, if Matthews has two goals in the first but, round, if he doesn't show up in the playoffs, is that on Dubas? No, right. But I'm saying, but also at the same time, is like, look, this has been four years straight. We've gotten to this point. Mm. We've had a great regular season. We've made it here. We just lost again. Obviously, this recipe isn't working. We have mm-hmm. to try something new. And if he's not willing to make a change, they got to get rid of him. Because I keep I keep looking at this lineup. I see how high-powered offensively it is. And I there's a decent amount of two-way players. They're just so soft. Like, I, I don't... Matthews always seems to, sh- you know, sh- shade away when the sh- light shines bright. You know, Marner shows mm-hmm. up. But they, they don't seem to do too much, these these big-name guys for them. I know, like, John Tavares didn't have a great year last year in the playoffs. You know, he got hurt. And then he was so every, disappointed everyone. So yep. it's like you sign these guys for eleven million. If they're not producing, you got to fix it up, and it starts yep. with him. He's got to go. I, I I could I could definitely see that point. But again, Tampa, they're just as stacked as Toronto is, if not better, especially on the back end too. I, so yeah. I, I I look. I, I just can't see them losing. I just I'm can't. A, I'm, I'm a huge Toronto hater. So oh, all right. I just. And I hate Tampa too. Like I yeah, do. I but hate like, Toronto though. I hate I Toronto hate, so much. I can see why Tim hates love, Toronto. I also love to hate Tampa because like I'm a huge like Stamkos like guy. Like Stamkos is just a beast. I love the injury Sick. history he's had for him to be able to come back and do what he's been doing. I I I, I got Tampa. I got Tampa too. Anyways, let's do, right. let's do the West. To the let's, West. Let's, let's go. Let's go to the West. We're gonna start with the Central. Out of nowhere, like literally, the Colorado mm-hmm. Avalanche won the division. I. Mm-hmm. I, with all the injury problems, with all the uh, four guys playing, Landis they're guys just not so playing good. <laughs> they're just so. It's good. Nathan McKinnon. It's Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. If if Connor David was not in the NHL, Nathan McKinnon is the best player. In the so NHL. they've. It's not up for debate. They've only had four players play in every game. They won their division, and they, at periods of time, they've been without McCarr, McKinnon, mm-hmm. Lakinen, Nishushkin, and they've been without their captain for the entire year. Entire year. They're with just, a brand new, with a brand new, with a goalie. brand, yeah. with their third consecutive year with a brand new goalie, who for some reason mm-hmm. is the best goalie in the league when he plays the New York Rangers. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Let's just look. I think I think Seattle is going like they're going to get that arena bumping. Like that place is going to be an atmosphere. You got John Forslund on the call there. Like he's going to be just electric in that series. 
how could you not say Colorado? This is just going to be a good learning experience for Seattle. Can we just leave it at that? Because this isn't the, they're not winning this series. Um, so I know I know it's hockey, but no, I'll say two. I mean, gentlemen, sweet. Maybe, maybe, maybe in five, maybe, maybe they get a home game. I think five. I think Seattle takes one to boost the morale of Seattle. I think that Jared McCain's going to have like a nice, like breakout point. Would you say like, he's there, but I was going to say, uh, either him or Burakovsky was going to be like they're like really good player in the playoffs. Yeah, but I said Burakovsky was just on Colorado. Yeah, I, I think McCann's going to be going to be their breakout player. Yeah. Scored Ooh, forty that's goals a good, this that's year. Who do you say? Nice like Benier's had like four or five. Oh, Benier's. Yeah, because then you got him set up for next year, and Shane yeah. Wright comes into play. I, you know what I could see? I could see Seattle taking a home game. That's what I think. Like, I think like they a, take like game two. Like game two, right? Like something crazy. Oh, game three. I mean, sorry, game three. If they, I bet, yeah. in, if they still a game in Colorado, look out. Like, look out. If they go back to Seattle 1-1, look out. So yeah, they, Okay, so oh. say they steal a game in Colorado, right? Okay, and they, getting, okay, I just yeah, want to ask, and they and they go back to Seattle, right? And say they steal game three, they're up 2-1. Are you still sitting there thinking Colorado's got this in the bag? Or were you to be like, is Seattle Colorado's going to string off three straight. Because, it, like, what happens if, if they're going to go up 2-1, then Colorado, I think, would win game four, and then they go back home. Wouldn't get and then they win. Okay. All right. Seattle would yeah. just be out of breath. Like, there's no All way right. you can hang on McKinnon for six games. And your first playoff series for a lot of those guys. Yeah. Out. Okay, yeah. But that'd be, I mean, it'd be nuts if they took, like, game, if they took, they took both in okay. Colorado. All I'm thinking about right now as we're talking about this, Tim, is the infamous take Nashville in game one bet where they lost yeah. like eight nothing. It's not happening again. It's not happening again. No, no, no. Let's just forget about that. They had Connor Ingram in that. Oh my! I was so I was like, "Do Shane's about to have a hat trick? Like he, they look angry." I just watched a Nashville hype video. I'm ready to go. Then I threw that thing down. Like first, what five minutes? They were up four nothing. Yep. Um, all time. Dallas, Minnesota, right? Another. Oh, boy, I am so excited for this excited. series. Like this is the second closest matchup, I think, at least skill wise. Yeah, I mean, Jake um, Ottinger's a nightmare for opposing little, for opposing little, teams. Little, little overrated. I will say, everybody's basing his everybody's basing his off that one playoff series. Yep, right. So everybody thinks he's a stud. You know, I, I talk with my roommate all the time about it, and he he kind of introduced me to that idea because I'm an Islander fan. He's American born, fantastic goaltender. There's absolutely no doubt about it. But he's young. He's only had those seven games of playoff experience, and you know he goes into Minnesota now, and you know he's got to play against. I think Philip Gustafson's got game one, but that could switch to Flurry. You never know. Uh, but Dallas is one of my favorites out of the West. I have them winning the series. Home ice is going to be massive because they're starting game one in Dallas. And Minnesota's got their players. They got Caprizov back a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Zuccarello, as we all know, is Zuccarello. He's going to play great in the playoffs. And their defense is pretty solid, too. Like, Minnesota's a very well-rounded team. They're very physical. And uh, Dean Evison's a fantastic coach. He's going to get those boys fired up. So I personally think that this is a seven-game series. Dallas is going to be victorious in the end because it'll be back home. But it's this is going to be a barn burner. Like you said, Tim, second closest series. In the yeah. Playoffs. I think, too, with Dallas is that last year – like they're this year, their goal scoring has been very high. Their offense has been very high powered. Last year in the playoffs, it wasn't. Their three of the losses came in, against Calgary came when they were either shut out or they scored one goal. That's the my yeah. only problem. That's my only worry for Dallas right now. If they can translate that high powered offense from the regular season into the postseason, they might be a problem. Yeah, might and, be. You know, their lineup now like. Uh, it's crazy the guys on that team that look stronger. 
um, you know, like Ryan Suter's having like a steady, like he's like plus 25 on the season. It's like something Jesus. crazy like that. Yeah. Like Jason Robertson, obviously what, like, yeah. he's got like 40, 50, 45 goals, something like that. Some, some crazy. hundred some points. Numbers, but yeah. He's on fire. Um, Max Domi's been playing well since he got traded there. Max Domi got traded there and then they got, they still got Sagan and Ben. They're still kicking. Um, but like, they've almost been overshadowed by guys like Rupe Henson, Jason Robertson. And so, they got younger guys on that team too, like uh, Wyatt Johnson, who had I want to say almost. I, did he have a, almost a thirty goal season? Like he played out of his mind. So they got a lot of underrated scoring on that team. They're they're going to be a force in the West for sure. Yeah, and the same uh, thing. I, oh, I got it flipped though, Loki. I, I I'm taking Minnesota in seven. Um, I like that. I like, I like Gustafson. I like the way he played this year. I, I think the X factor for me right now is if Matthew Boldy can play like he has been, you know, this past month, and he keeps up that hot streak and that goal scoring touch. It's going to be tough to stop that power play, you know, with Krill coming back and everyone, you know, Zuccarello, all of them. He's a net True. front presence. And he, Jerry I think, a good player too. yeah, I think he could be the, the series maker for them. And, and I, I loved him coming out of that draft. He was the guy that I, I honestly was my favorite player on that U.S. development team. Uh, but I'm rolling with uh, Minnesota in seven. I want to see them move on. I know it's going to be an electric atmosphere there. And I'm, I'm excited. In a while. So I know it's going to be an electric atmosphere and I want to just yeah. see them get to the next round. I, I, I definitely could see it happening too. Yeah. I have Dallas in seven. So. Yeah. Oh, I could definitely yeah, see the, it go both it, ways. It, it, it can definitely be, be yeah. excited one. A lot of low scoring games. Definitely. I think. Oh, <clears throat> oh yeah. No doubt. <clears throat> Vegas and Winnipeg. This one's going to be my most debate. This has been my most debated series for me. Okay. Um, <sighs> Oh, you were you were gonna say? I think uh, you were gonna let out a comment. I didn't want to cut you off. Oh yeah, I I have Vegas in six, and I think the only mm-hmm. reason why Winnipeg takes it to six is because of Connor Hellebuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think you know Winnipeg almost like Calgary, my preseason Stanley Cup pick. Sadly, um, they're <laughs> both teams that just could not. They just could not find their footing. And when Winnipeg was on this season, they were electric. Josh Morrissey, Norris Candidate, Mark Shifley, 40 goal season, something like that. Somewhere around that, um, yeah. And then you got guys up and down that lineup who are finally now finding their way. Nikolai Ehlers, Kyle Connor, Blake Wheeler's playing well now. And then I think they lost Cole Perfetti for the season, but you know, they've just they've steadily gotten better uh, as the seasons went on. And I think that they're a team where if you like you said, if Connor Hellebuck's playing out of his mind and he really can steal the series for them, then I would love to see Winnipeg beat Vegas. Um, and I think it's possible if, if Winnipeg plays their best hockey and they play the way that they want to play. Um, so if they're going to do it, uh, they're probably going to have to do it in six. I don't like them going back to Vegas for a game seven. And if it does, then Vegas can win that series. But this for me is, would be the second closest series behind the Rangers and the Devils. And it's going to be a battle. At least, and that's crazy for me to say as Vegas, they took the, I think they were, uh, top of the Western Conference yeah. in terms of points. So, yeah. <laughs> so for me to say that this is going to be the closest series is crazy. I just think that Winnipeg, with their playoff atmosphere and they're playing the way that they're playing, you know, they they definitely could steal that series uh, if they play the way that they want. But on the Vegas side of things, Mark Stone comes back. Yeah, tonight I was just going to say that. They got a um, hot goalie. Hot, well, uh, I think Brossois is playing, right? Yeah, he is. And he, but he's 7 0 yeah, so, and 3. You know, he has that's a really like crazy to me that they've played five goalies all year and they're the best team yeah. in the Western Conference. Well, Logan no, Thompson's sure. supposed to come back by the end of the series. They got Jonathan Quick in there. I, I just, I really like the way Vegas can score when I look at their line. I mean, Jack Eichel, he's coming, you know, first time really for him in the playoffs. He's 
coming on a mission, I think, especially now with everyone saying that he could, you know, match with McDavid in the next round. I know that's gotta be on his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, there is such a deep team and they, they disappointed in past years, but this year I really think they're going to, they're going to make a, they're gonna make some noise in this Western conference. So I'm going to take them in six. I like yeah. That. I got Vegas in six as well. See in Winnipeg. See, that's the thing. I like, I just game six in Winnipeg. I can't see it going to the road team. I can't. All right. So if, if Vegas is going to take it, it's either got to be in five or seven. All right. So that's my last, prediction. but not least you're calling a sweep. Oilers in four. Edmonton four. Wow. I think this yeah. goes to seven. I said seven too. I, how can you how can you put anybody in that that's gonna stop Connor McDavid right now? That is I true. Guess. I think, I think I'm, just, the, I'm thinking of last year. It has to be in my mind. That series was so sick last year. I so want this sick. to go to seven. That I want to watch seven games. Last year was on my it was on go my ahead. mind, definitely. But now that I the more and more I think of it, Edmonton has been the the best team since the trade deadline, 18, mm-hmm. two and 18, two and one. Like that's just fucking ridiculous at that point. Three guys, three guys with a hundred plus points too. McDavid, dry Ryan Nugent Hopkins. How many did Hyman finish with? Oh, he was up there too. Dude. He may, he may have almost got to be in the nineties, right? Yeah. I think he was in the nineties and yeah, you know, so- they, they are Vander Kane. They could score on Vander so Kane, many levels. Yamamoto. Yeah. Other guy that they picked up at the generational deadline. power play. They, they have this year. That. Matthias Ekholm, yeah. and I really, I, I like Stuart Skinner. I think Stuart, he, yeah. he can make he can make a big save. So, look, Zach uh, Hyman at eighty three points, by the way. Yeah, so that's really good. My LA, own, yeah, no, no, absolutely no disrespect to LA. My dream Stanley Cup matchup would be Rangers Kings. <laughs> revenge, um, revenge, revenge. That's all he wants. I love it. I <laughs> love it. White King bullshit. That freaking Slava Voinov block shot on Rick Nash. I need it. I need the revenge. <laughs> I would love that. That would like ultimately my my dream prediction would be Rangers Kings. It would be but with Rangers all get to the guys, Islanders, Devils, everyone, everyone yeah. you hate, Boston, oh maybe Tampa. <laughs> Kopitar having a nice year. Dowdy had a nice year, um, and they got a lot of underrated guys in that defense. Like, uh, you know, and Tempe, Fiala is out, unfortunately, for this game. So is Villardi for game one. No disrespect to these guys. They're all having great years. I just can't see a way where L.A. has enough to stop Edmonton's firepower and outscore them. Because, like, none of those goalies in those games is going to be put in a position where they're going to have to steal a series it's just going to be how many pucks can you keep out of the net? Yeah, it really I, is just what like, it always like, is. But that, that's what it's like, for me, too. I just think it's going to be like pressure, pressure, pressure. They both have fast four mm-hmm. checks. They're high powered. They had such good scoring this year from uh, Dursey and Dowdy. I just think they're going to shoot from the point like they did uh, mm-hmm. when Smith was in net. They're going to crash the net. They're going to force him to make mistakes. And no, now it's not him. It's Skinner. They're going to force you know Skinner to be perfect. And I think it's going to be like, Again, like these seven, six games we were watching last year with Edmonton. I, this is something that I've been looking forward to. I love the high scoring at 10 o'clock at night. It's probably my favorite thing to gamble on. So I, I got this West in Coast seven, Overs, maybe baby. just because I want to <laughs> see seven games of this. Like maybe just because that's what I want to watch. But I like the Kings. Uh, Edmonton wins in seven, but there's no way this is a sweep, Jake. There's no shot. I don't know. What, I, no way. I just, the fact that I can't, I can't agree with there being no shot. Because like, again... You have arguably the the greatest hockey player of all time playing his greatest hockey of all time. So you look at him in the playoffs last year and you go down every like big stat, every advanced stat, and every micro stat, and you just see first, 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 second, first, 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 yeah. second. Yeah, I right. I mean he is I know so it's dominant. It's just, 
it's tough. Yeah, it, it's tough to you know say he's not going to win, and I'm saying he is. But just in seven, you know, this this LA team, they're not they're not a bunch of scrubs. You know, they they had yeah. 104 yeah. points. They had a great year. They sat at the top. You know, their division most of the season. Uh, I just it's so hard for me. You know, with guys like Kopitar and Dowdy who've you know played in these pit situations before and had so much experience. I know we've been saying you know experience is you know not whatever, but when you well, win was, two cups like that, I I, I was going to bring know. up the yeah. lack of experience from the goaltenders. For L for yeah. LA, because for, for, for both of them, both of them, yeah. yeah. For Copley Cam, and uh, Campbell was Campbell. If he gets a start, I believe he was Toronto's goalie for the playoffs last year. Correct. It's confirmed going to be uh, Jonas Corposala. So he's LA. only had yeah, LA. For LA. But, he's only had not. I'm talking about both gold like like oh, in, in like case, Copley and yeah. In case if they have to go uh, to Copley, right? Corpusala, yeah. I believe was the goalie in the. Five he, overtime game against Tampa. Yeah, right? yeah, I but think that's he not had... nine games against a team like Edmonton. Nine games of playoff true. experience against no, 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 true, against true, a team true. like Edmonton. True. All right, yeah. Let's uh, let's do our let's do Stanley Cup matchups. Oh yeah. Let's let's just let's do the matchups and let's do who your winner. Is I already have mine. I already have. So mine. go ahead. Let's. I, I'm I'm listening. I'll go last. Biased, but yet unbiased. You can't not pick them. I know it's the Rangers over Edmonton in six. I I just don't want it. I don't want it. I I don't want it. It's going to be a nightmare. It's going to be hell. It's going to be a nightmare. McDavid makes you realize that if McDavid makes a cup final, he's going to probably have like 29 points. Yes. I'm aware of that. And there's no way if he makes a cup final, I don't think he loses. (laughs) Like in that. And I'm saying that with him sweeping LA and maybe going to like six games against Vegas or Winnipeg. He's or and then and then eventually you have him having getting fifteen points in this fucking LA series. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Like okay, like think about it. Like he go, game one, he has a goal and assist. Game two, he has three assists. I, all right. Three. I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible. I know he's had he's had more four point games this year than one point. I mean, a no point. But Jesus Christ, I'm just speaking on an entertainment. He's entertain- got. On an- <laughs> He's got. He has the same effect. They call him Big Jesus for a reason. <laughs> he has the same effect as Brady for me. Where I just, if if Brady is playing, like if Brady is playing in the best football of his career, like you just, how could you not take him in any scenario? I hate him. I yeah. Get it, I get it. Oh yeah. Depressed so, jet fan so over Oilers, here. Oilers, Rangers, Rangers in six. Yes. That would. I believe that would mean we clinch in the garden. Lifting the. Yeah. You'll never see me again. You just will never see me again. I. I you won't. And Jake, as, as you brought it up before, uh, ironically enough, I had your uh, nightmare scenario where we go through Jersey, yep. the Islanders, Boston, and Edmonton. Nightmare, nightmare, yeah. nightmare. You like hey, if, I, hey like, if we win, we got to meet up in the city. Like we have to. Win oh, what the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, and anything. No, if we, we if we win game, game one, club, <laughs> we are meeting up in the city. Like they're meeting uh, up in the city. It just depends. Close off or none. Uh, Listen. <laughs> depends Listen. on how much alcohol is consumed. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. A well, you could come to Long Island when you're watching the Isles hoist the fucking Stanley Cup uh, over Vegas in six games, God. baby. <laughs> I have Vegas going deep. I have so much faith in this team, but the Isles are taking it home. Oh, long live Long Island! Glory to Long Island! They're, they're just getting their fifth. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Sorokin after Sorokin after carrying the Islanders to their like yeah. sixth win of the playoffs is gonna his, his lungs are gonna collapse. Yeah, I, he, he's, gonna, got he, he's got it. Sorokin's got He's gonna like against Carolina too. In order for the Islanders to really win that series, he's probably gonna have to make like thirty five plus. Let's be honest. Nine. He's gonna have to do what Carey Price did for Montreal for this team to get where I think they're gonna go. But they're mm-hmm. a better team up front than Montreal was. So I think if he plays just at that same level, we're gonna win. <laughs> Respect. Respect. Jake, um, 
Who who are so the Rangers beating? Let's just say that. Well, obviously, obviously, who are the Rangers beating? Obviously, dream matchup would be the LA matchup, of course. Um, but I think with everything in, in place right now, uh, and I think the hardest team to beat in the Cup final is going to be the team that they would play, and that's the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, I knew I was going. I, um, oh, they're, and they're what, so what, that, what that would set up would just be phenomenal. Uh, Georgiev Shosturkin, Stanley Cup final theater would be the ultimate. You want to talk about bragging rights in this these playoffs. You want to talk about Rangers, Devils, bragging rights, Leafs, Lightning, bragging rights, whatever you want to talk about. The ultimate bragging right at stake in this playoffs would be Georgiev Shosturkin at Stanley Cup final. He hates you guys. I mean, he hates you guys so much. But like, you know what's so funny? Like, he's a hater, but how? You were the backup. You were the backup to the. I know he's always like you didn't. You didn't give me enough playing time. Like, yeah, Shosturkin was on you. Like, be fucking for real. So so sorry. Anyways, um, if and if that happens, it's gonna have to be Rangers in six again. Trying to win a game seven Stanley Cup final in Colorado would probably have to take years off of my life. But <laughs> that you know, would be a Rangers a... in six. A Rangers winning the Stanley Cup final would have to be at home. I, I just, I they've been a, such a good road team this season. But every single team is just gonna be on fire at home in the playoffs, and the teams that aren't, you're gonna see eliminated in the first round. So again, right. Rangers in. Six against Colorado. Rangers and six has been the theme. It has I'll, to be. It's, it's, play, it's been the theme play, of this segment. They'd, right have now. Play, they'd have to play. They'd have to play Minnesota, LA, Winnipeg, or Seattle in the Cup final to get home ice. Okay, and you know it's, it's possible. Like again, like I would I love for LA. <laughs> if LA if LA can somehow, some way, get all the way to the Cup final, it'd be insane. But you look at you look at this bracket right now, and you see how many dots you got to fill up with your team logo, and it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's the, hardest, All right. it's the hardest tournament in sports. One more thing. Let's we see. are a betting podcast. And okay. we'd be remiss if we did not have some props. So mm-hmm. best bet from all three of us. So Jake, you go first. Best Series, bet. Like, like just in like just player wise. For like prop, spread, money line, anything. Best bet for either today. Hopefully I'll get this out as soon as possible. I don't know. But <laughs> Oilers, Oilers to win the series in four. Yeah, that probably would be wow. my best bet because wow. in terms of odds, to, in terms of odds to how I, comfortable I feel about Edmonton in the first round, because again, this is coming, like like you said earlier with the regular season, this is the first hockey action that they're getting since the regular season ended. So it's going to be the most reflective to how they were in the regular season and it's going to be ramped up. So they're going to have the energy and they're going to have the legs. That's why I feel like they, they will take care of business in four games. So best bet, trying to stay as far away as I can from Anything in the Eastern Conference. Okay, okay. Say, that makes sense. And as I say what my best bet's going to be, I think about it, it's two from the Western Conference. Um, I'm going to go with Stars Moneyline. It's a lot of juice, but something to play safe. I mean... Just series-wise? like just... No, this is like games for not... This is for games. I mean, it, it oh, can be. It can be tonight. You want tonight? Either tonight or tomorrow. I mean... You I... want the whole thing. Pick McDavid win the fucking Con Smythe. <laughs> yeah, true. Sure. There's, also some va- there's also some, va- that one. some value, some value with, a, uh, I've seen a ton, so I've seen a ton of people with taking the Bruins, of course. And a lot of people say Bergeron, Smythe, which I've heard Pasternak. Possible Pasternak. Yeah, of course, but that would be a good one. Um, but in terms of tonight, if we're going schedule base, I mean, Isles hurricanes good, under. Man. Yeah. That's so good. I don't want to bet against the Anders tonight. Cause I will be watching the game with my good friend who is an Anders fan. Um, the under in so that yeah, game. I guess from yeah, an Isles I mean, fan. <laughs> there's all the home teams. All the home teams are favorited, right? 
I'm assuming. I believe so, yes. Yeah. yeah. So the odds aren't going to be too juicy. Uh, I mean, if we're going to pick a game prop tonight, probably McDavid's point prop is probably set up one and a half. Over so three like, points. Funny you say that. McDavid three plus. Is, funny you his, say that. His point, is his points prop really low? It's two point? and a half. It's always two and a half. I know it. Is it two Jesus and a half? I'll, I'll check right really now. Really fast. What is it? What is it? Because it might, it might genuinely be two and a half. I've seen this before. If I know you've seen it before. Is, if his points prop is it's three, to, it's uh, it's three and a half, I believe. Are you? You're lying. I'm being dead serious. Let me, let me see. I'll check. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Maybe shots. Yeah, that has to be shots. It might have been. It might have been shots. Yeah. Jesus, wait. I was gonna say that's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, one, it's it's one. His goal prop is point five. His point five. Um, but his points is over one and a half at minus one sixty five, and the under is at plus one thirty six. So ridiculous. you want to you want to take a bet? I'd probably say over one and a half because yeah. it's, it's just McDavid. It's again, a lock. First, first taste of playoff action after the regular season. They're at home. He's going to be flying. It's going to be awesome. All right, I got two. As I said before, stars money line. I just right, like the stars at like the stars at home. I know it's a lot of juice, but definitely mm-hmm. something to build off of. And then at? my my pro. I think they are. They're minus one forty six. One forty six. Gotcha. For the Kings Oilers okay. game, Jake, you mm-hmm. said McDavid. I'm going with Drysidle over one and a half points. Doesn't hurt okay. either. <laughs> no, it's definitely not a bad bet. I like him to score too because he's obviously on fire. Anytime the Oilers get a power play, his odds to score go up by like 145,000. So I think he had 35 power play goals this year. Or something I think like so, that. Yes. Something insane. So you can get that profit plus money too, by the way, for Drysidle. For to score? Is, no, for. Uh, over uh, over uh, points. Over one and a half. Yeah, gotcha. plus one twenty. Timmy, what do you got, bro? <laughs> You're gonna call me crazy. Uh, Islanders money line. <laughs> well, you know, I have the Islander, Islanders Carolina they under 100. percent They probably they probably have great odds. For oh, they yeah, they they're at plus one sixty. Uh, it's over unders five and a half. I honestly think it's gonna be like a two one game, if anything. Uh, Fair the enough. prop that I threw down, like a miracle one, just pray to God, I have Sorokin shut out. So that's just put that where it is. Don't <laughs> don't, but don't Why? don't 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 take it like don't take that literally. You know, it's just a dollar one. Um, yeah, well, like, yeah, uh, Bars Barzal to get an assist tonight. That's what I would take. Uh, he's coming back. I think he, him, and Bo Horvat are going to be clicking. He's going to get out early. His legs are ready to go. They said he'd look great in practice. So I think Barzal gets an assist tonight. But I do have Soroka getting a shutout for anyone who actually is willing to ride that with me. God bless you, because it's I am not. plus nine eighty five. <laughs> That's oh my god. You're nuts. You yeah, gotta you're love nuts. your team. And I thought you I was, love your team. I thought I was crazy for I respect it. I respect it. You got I thought I was crazy for John Rom winning for taking John Rom to win the Masters. And then oh, that was nice. That, that was a nice look how that turned That's out. Not crazy. But anyways, for you to say the S word on game day. Yeah, that's bold. Man. That's God's kiddo. That's my game goalie. You, that's one. my that's my fucking goalie. You that, don't need no. That's the white whale, few, baby. That's the white whale. That's Ilya. It's Ilya Sorokin. That man <laughs> makes saves like no one else. He's about I to slap learned, it with his paddle all night. I've learned two things over the past uh, few years. First, you cannot say the S word when it comes to playoff hockey. And recently, while working in an ESPN production truck, you do not say the O word. <laughs> no. No. The O word is bad. You just—it's just got to be in if you know, you know. If you know the O word, you know the O word. I don't know. know what you're talking about. I. We'll, we'll discuss. After. Yeah, we'll discuss I, after I this. Don't wanna say, the, I don't want to say. I don't want to say the O word either. It's gonna make you miserable. So. We were gonna have Matt on, but then he couldn't. But Jake is gonna be on Matt's podcast. 
we got to talk about it because we completely forgot to. For sure. Unreal run for Quinnipiac. Oh yeah! Holy I mean, Jesus, CJ McGee! Yeah. Shout out to you! Shout, shout out CJ McGee, a Pearl River native. Um, yeah, it was just phenomenal. I think you just look at that group and you look at the expectations that they had, and it was just it was it was cash money the entire time. Matt's and call really, too was ridiculous. Matt had an unreal call, <laughs> and just you know their ability to just stick with it. I think that game against Minnesota, so many people wrote them off for how they came out, where they were so scared, but they just. Stuck with their forecheck. They stuck with the hustle, and it paid off. They got that late goal, and obviously the overtime winner was insane. The best is seeing guys like uh, Quillen and Lipkin just, like, walking around the calf, like, getting some chicken fingers and fries, like, hanging out. They're just like, like, like didn't us. You just, didn't, you just, <laughs> didn't you just beat Logan Cooley like Matthew Nyes is playing right now? And he's actually in Tampa right now, like, playing. Like, didn't, didn't you just, like, um, like you know, make the game like Yeah. Like, but, did, you know. So Just, uh, Jimmy Snuggerud, you were playing him. He's actually yeah. he's out. Like these guys are literally in the show right now. Like they're they're out them. with their teams. They yes. just beat them. So yeah, no. Congrats to the, to the men's team. They 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 earned it. Ran Pecknall, you know, almost thirty years in the making for that guy. So no, props I didn't even that. know props you guys were D two when he when they hired him. Yeah, it's still like insane. Powerhouse. 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 Wagon. Powerhouse indeed. Wagon. Wagon. Oh yes, Jake. As always, my brother. Stan, Stan the man. It's always a Thank pleasure. Tim is him. Tim is him. Praying it's about that time. Yeah, it's guys, about that look, time. Look, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a playoff to remember. We're going to get crazy upsets. I'm yeah. excited. As Ryan Mead once said, "Welcome to hell." <laughs> Screw that guy. Sorry, I'll say that on public. Wow. Sorry. Why? <laughs> we don't got to get into that. Okay. Yeah, we'll okay. That. Okay. We'll leave it. I'll at just that. leave it at this. I'll leave it at this. If I had dressed up like it was Halloween for a hockey game, would you would you point at me? Would you laugh at me? Yeah. You, yes. There's another guy that I don't like too, but I'm not going to say. There you go. I'm not uh, going to say who. Yeah. Before you head out, I just want to leave you with uh, Cavs in six. Fuck the Knicks. That game was a fluke. Mobley Whoa. had a bad game. We're going we Cavs in six. Basketball yet? You're I don't not- care. Cavs in six. We're leaving it that. <laughs> This is a good transition for me to get out of Yeah, this is a good transition. We're going to get to NBA. We're going to get yes. to NBA. Jake, thank you for coming on. Thank you so Rangers much, and man. Six. Rangers Let's and Six. Rangers, Rangers and go. Six. All right. Whew. Always a great time with Jake Zaretsky. It's one of my favorite times of the year right now. I mean, it's just nothing, it's the best time of the year. It's the best time of the year. Nothing better. I think my best time of the year always changes. Like but right say, now, it's the best time of the right year. Right now, this is the best time of the year. <laughs> like, if you were to tell me, if you were to ask me what the best time of year is in March, it's March Madness. Or you October. Were to tell me October for baseball and the football. December, bowl season. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Here we go. What I saw, Tim, what did you see? I played a decent round of golf this week. Of course you did. I was <laughs> uh, going to comment. I was going to comment that on your. Uh, Instagram, yeah. By the way, I uh, yeah, I shot an eighty four. I had a pretty good round, so uh, pretty happy with that. It was it was really fun. It was a good time. All right. Um, my first one I saw is this uh, fucking Spencer Dinwiddie Kyle Kuzma beef. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Kyle Kuzma uh, and Spencer Dinwiddie are beefing over. Uh, Kyle Kuzma calling Spencer Dinwiddie. <sighs> Spencer Din shitty. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to like respond to something like that. Like I, I just can't. would look at that and just I be like, even. "What?" <laughs> like, it's so stupid, but it's just so fucking funny at the same time. Where I'm kind of just like, "Oh, all right." 
okay. Uh, I just find it hilarious that the, this is the main NBA beef going on right now. The NBA continues to be unnecessarily dramatic. It is the um, most dramatic fucking sport on the planet. It goes NBA, <laughs> any major soccer, and then the NFL. Yeah, that's really how it is. Um, all right, I have a lot of what I saw. Uh, my next what I saw is going to be uh, Coachella. Frank Ocean is in deep shit, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a tough one for me because I really do like Frank Ocean, but that was a uh, that was Frank a Ocean's bold that was a bold, bold choice. There have been a lot of artists too that like just get like the adrenaline of performing live, and then they're like, "Yeah, you got to cut it." And he's like, "Fuck it, I'll pay the fine." Yeah, like, I remember he, like Luke Bryan did it once during like CMA Fest. He was like, "Yeah, fuck this, I'll pay the fine." Like, who cares? Yeah, it didn't really seem like uh, he wanted to be up there. It's <laughs> not a little uh, unfortunate. It's a tough look for Frank Ocean. For those who don't know, uh, Coachella is this week or was this past weekend, and Frank Ocean performed. Uh, turns out it was not live streamed on YouTube, which is like huge because a lot of people stayed home. They can be live streamed. But then he didn't even sung like two songs. And then he sung like three songs, and then he was like, "I'm out, uh, curfew, I'm out." Yeah, not, uh, my, uh, not ideal. Yes, uh, my I have like four, which I'm sorry, but my next what I saw is uh, airport travel. Um, for those who don't know, Anthony Bass is a uh, reliever for the Toronto Blue Jays, and the other day, uh, him and his. Uh, Two children were traveling. I believe they were traveling either back to Canada because he plays for the Blue Jays. Or no, they were traveling to... Who are the Blue Jays? They're traveling to Houston because they play the Astros. Uh, Anthony Bass took a picture of two of his daughters on uh, their iPads with a shit ton of popcorn all over the floor. To which uh, Anthony Bass said, The flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a 5-year-old and 2-year-old to get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? That's a little... uh... 22 weeks is like... I've been around... 22 weeks is not that bad. dude. Unless I'm, I'm no expert, but like... I don't know, man. I just think people like complaining to complain. I... I, And then there were, and then people, and then he was like clapping back at people too. And it was, oh my God. None of my business. <laughs> and yeah, none of my business, but like his like, thank you tweet to United. 6,000 replies. <laughs> Push it. Yeah. Pushing 7,000 replies with like 2,000 likes. Like people were not having his shit. And it was I mean, definitely clearly. something. And my last one I saw, um, unions. Uh, the stadium ushers, ticket takers, and ticket sellers at PNC Park in Pittsburgh have announced that they are now on strike and plan to picket outside the Pirates' next home game. Be honest, nobody's going anyway. <laughs> it's a nice, it's a nice ass stadium, and the Pirates are actually nice. like the Pirates are actually like. I mean, they're not going to make noise, but they're going to be a fun team to watch. Mm. They're going to be a fun team to watch. They're going to be a fun team to watch. They're going to be a fun team to watch. And then also, I, I know I have one more what I saw, but my what I, last what I saw, uh, the Mets were in Oakland, and uh, Gary, Keith, and Ron were not in the away broadcast booth because it has been taken over by a possum. <laughs> so that's where you know. the. I, I think now... The now Oakland situation that, uh, is... They start... Yeah. You know what they look like? They're like the, the fucking Indians from Major League. <laughs> yeah. Now that uh, the Commanders have been sold... Um, I truly think that the A's are the most poorly run franchise in the, in the four major sports. I don't think it's close. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. 
That's just fucking unreal. Hossum in a major league stadium in the boot. It's ridiculous. That's insane. And then did you hear how A's fans are going to boycott ownership? How? They're going to like go to the game and like sell out the place <laughs> just to piss off the owner because the owner wants to move to Vegas so badly. Oh, that they're just going to start going to games. <laughs> they're just going to start going to games. <laughs> like just that to piss is off the hilarious. Owner. Just to piss off the owner. Even it's even like funnier too because you in Major League Baseball you have to pay a uh, relocation fee when you want to relocate, and Major League Baseball like wants Oakland, wants the A's to move to Vegas so bad that they're just like you don't even have to pay the relocation fee. Like we'll cover it. Like <laughs> go to Vegas, <laughs> just go. Yeah, that's my what I saw. Uh, we're gonna change it up a little bit. Uh, we're going to change up. So no top five, no fun fact of the day. I'm going to ask Tim a question. Remember uh, my uh, freezing cold, the mellow ball take that you asked me back in December, Tim? Yes. So we're going to do something similar to that. Um, I have a question for you and I have two answers for this in just in sports, in college and in uh, professional sports. Who is the most look at me coach ever? Like, look at the antics I'm pulling? Just like, just like, th- he's the center of attention. Like, just look at. Like, he needs to be the center of attention or just is a center of attention? Just is. Like, a little John bit. Tortorella. Okay. I have two. I'm going to go. One is fairly obvious. The other one, there's going to be some people coming from my heads, but it's not like random strangers. It's going to be people I know. My first one is Nick Sirianni. No doubt. Okay. Nick Sirianni literally celebrating, standing up on a bench, celebrating on the sideline when you beat uh, the Jeff Saturday-led Indianapolis Colts. Pretty embarrassing. That whole crying during the national anthem during the Super Bowl was just so weird. <laughs> He's ready to go, man. You ready for this? My second one, Dabo Sweeney. Really? Dabo Sweeney. And I'll tell you why. And like, trust me, like I like Dabo I like Dabo as a coach, but just like because you know how Clemson's tradition is like the players run down the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like goes full speed. It used to be like the players go first and then the coaches follow. But them. he That's leads. He it, just goes. He he runs like he's fucking running from the Capitol Police on January sixth. Like I, he's he, he just goes. He's like, what's his face? He was like, what's his face coming from the bullpen that Forrest. one time? He was like Forrest. He looks like oh, Forrest. He's, he's a Pebble bomb. Oh. Like Pebble bomb ran from the Heath Bell. The, oh. Heath Bell. Oh yeah, 2011 All Star Game, but he looks like Forrest Gump, and I just like there's no way that he just like runs just to like you know get a workout in. No, he wants to be. Yeah, he definitely he, wants to be the guy. He wants to be seen. I mean, I don't blame him. He's one of the best coaches in college football. It just annoys me a little bit. It just, it, he's it pretty just, crazy too. He's pretty. He's, yeah. Do you know the story? Do you know the uh, his press conference thing from the Orange Bowl where he was like, "We did not build this program." We built this program. He said, we built this program on name, image, and likeness, but it's not the name, image, and likeness that you guys are all familiar with. Familiar with. We built this program on God's name, image, and likeness. <laughs> well, we'll leave it on that. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. It's just like people are idiots. <laughs> God's name, image, and likeness. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. The NHL preview is going to be on YouTube, so keep an eye out for that. Check it out on YouTube. Um, Be sure to follow us and rate us on Spotify. Five stars. Five stars only. We will see you on Thursday. Go Knicks.
Go Cavs. Go Rangers. Go Mets. This is going to be hell. This is just these next like two. I I think before we go, if the Rangers and the Islanders match up in the playoffs, um, let's just say that there might be a mediator for. There might have uh, to be one. No, there's going to be. Uh, let's just say it. there's going to be a mediator for that. Uh, for for our episodes, just solely because we're just going to the entire episode is just going to be us screaming at each other, and I don't think people are ready for that. And even though we just screamed at each other before, but yeah, well, not like that. It's going to be a lot worse. <laughs> it's going to be a lot worse. The personal insults will be, will be hurled and it will be, it'll be brutal. Let's just leave it at that. That <laughs> It'll be brutal. It'll be brutal. All right. See you guys Thursday. Peace out guys.